Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wow, do we have something to tech about, where every episode focuses on why students create digital evidence of active learning. As a Google for Education district, students and educators alike have free, unlimited access to apps that support creativity, collaboration, communication, and critical thinking, all elements of 21st century active learning. We are Google for Education certified trainers, Drew and Angie, with something Something to to tech tech about. Okay, well, welcome to today's episode where we will be focusing on three tools to help amplify student voice with the use of technology. We know every student has a voice. (laughs) Every student has a voice, but they don't always share it. And technology can really help um, bring that alive in a classroom. Exactly. So when we're talking about student voice, what, what specifically are we looking at? We're looking at uh, not only voice, but choice as well, because those two kind of come together. Um, if they have a choice on how they're going to present something or how they're going to show what they know, they can do that by not only choosing, but using their voice to do so. Right. So not just speaking, but even just what are we speaking about? Mm-hmm. So there's there's two pieces when we talk about student voice. Exactly. Absolutely. Okay, I think this is one of my favorite episodes because these are the (laughs) tools that I love and I talk to teachers over and over again. You just don't know how simple these are. And one of my favorites is Flipgrid. Um, And it's basically a social learning tool or a video recording resource platform that allows teachers um, to create grids with different topics and open it up for student discussion. One of the best ones I just saw recently, Angie, <laughs> the kindergarten, the same kindergartner that did teacher that did the um, brainstorming Google Doc, right, right, had her students kindergarten come up to answer the question, "What is your favorite cat or dog, and why?" They were so precious. Not only did they choose their favorite, but they were able to tell why and they are captured on video so you can sit and watch each one of them um you know basically it's an opinion piece of writing done video style fun yeah so fun it's it's cute it kind of reminds me of out of the mouths of babes right that was Mm. that old 1950s i think show where they have the kids on yeah maybe so anyway (laughs) but getting kids to share what's important to them and expressing that you might end up having a student who hardly ever shares anything in class, but if they just get to sit in front of a little recording studio, you know, in front of a laptop or something and just share what's on their mind about the specific topic, in this case, cats or dogs, um, it can open up a whole different part of them that is not normally shared. Right. And, and it can, there is no limit to what can be used for, you know, um, book talks, I've seen poetry slams, um, everything. And a lot of times kids, first off, are a little leery about recording their faces or whatever. So 
we always kind of like us yeah yeah <laughs> hide in the corner or put a piece of paper there you know whatever they're talking about they can put there um but Flipgrid is very easy. Um, the teacher can choose how much recording time the students have. And I can't remember. It's what, from 90 minutes to maybe up to five minutes now, I, I believe. Think it's seconds. 90 seconds Se- yes. to five Yeah, minutes. that would be right. <laughs> That'd be a long time. Sorry yeah. about that. My bad. <laughs> so, you know, to get started, especially with little ones, because they can ramble, you might want to start with the 90 seconds. Um, and then, you know, as they get more in tune to what is being asked of them and um, as they're willing to share more and more to increase that amount of time. It's so easy to use because with Flipgrid, whether you're using a a Chromebook or an an iPad, really all the student has to be able to know how to do is to press the big green button. I mean, that's all the technology that Mm -hmm. the student needs is to press the green button and then to speak clearly. So for them to even come back and listen to their voice afterwards and hear I mean, for students, I mean, teachers, excuse me, who are reading teachers to get students to read with fluency, thinking of, Mm. you know, how a student will listen to their own voice and start to bring, um, what's the word, you know, putting your accents in the right place and things like that is really important. I've had a a teacher tell me that Flipgrid solved problems for her in her classroom that she didn't even knew she had. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. pretty powerful. And Flipgrid's a great way for student accountability of learning. They can record, um, if they were studying science, the water cycle, record what they learned about the water cycle. The teacher at any time can go in and And check and listen. So if you want to try this out, please visit our show notes for this episode. And as well as if you have questions, reach out to us at Something to tech about at gmail.com. Thank you. I You're drew welcome. a blank. I could see. <laughs> we would like to mention Common Sense Media website as a resource for a guide to help students navigate a world that is ever changing. So, what if it's important to record the computer screen instead of the student's face? Um, I know sometimes with social learning, there are lots of reasons not to record the student face. Mm -hmm. Um, But so let's just think about the content and the computer screen instead. So what tool can students and teachers use when they just want to record what's on the screen? Haha, that would be a free app that you can find in Chrome extensions. So it's a Chrome extension that you add um, from the Chrome web store. And you would just so um, type in search for Screencastify. Great way to capture digital evidence of active learning. Happen to love Screencastify. Me too. Um, I showed this tool to a group of, of third grade teachers. And the teacher went home immediately and created a how to use Screencastify for her third graders and taught them how to install it on their Chrome browser And then their job was to go and do a little bit of research on, I think it was volcanoes, to tell you the truth, and then come back, put a little slideshow together, and then they had to narrate it and explain, I don't know, maybe the top three features of specific volcanoes. I don't know what the standard was, but 
the students were so involved mm. and they couldn't wait to find all the things they needed to find out about volcanoes so they could put it on a Google slide and then record their voices and almost make a digital, well, not almost, they really did. So yes, though, they made this <laughs> digital evidence showing the teachers that they actually did what they were setting out to do. And it was awesome. They were excited about learning. They all accomplished something and they felt very, very successful. Right. Sorry, I wasn't in your brain there to help you out. I wasn't sure That's where okay. you were going with that one. But um, Screencastify is very powerful. Um, it can help students deepen their knowledge. So not only are they getting the information, but then they're putting it producing something from that information. So that is only a bonus, uh, taking what they've learned and really, um, I, now see, I'm at loss for words. You're making it come alive. Uh, yeah, You're not just exactly. filling out a worksheet. You're right. not just going in and, and finding just very specific things. Correct. You are producing, going, producing and something and you're coming to a deeper level of knowledge by having something be a little bit more wide open than just, you know, completing a packet. Right. And once the students have the process down, this is also a great tool for teachers um, to record directions. When they're in small groups, the students can just hit hit the recording. Oh, instead of saying, Miss Drew, what do I do next? What do I do next? Remember, it's recorded. Um, so great for teachers to work through a math problem, record, you know, their, their screen. So lots of possibilities um, for and, teachers and, and students. Yeah, you all can't see me nodding, but I'm thinking about students becoming a little bit more independent because as classroom teachers, how often do students come up to you and say, wait a minute, how do I do this? Or what was I supposed to do again? Mm-hmm. But if you as the teacher take a few minutes to record, I mean, and I'm saying really a few minutes, something that the students can listen to again and again and again, it helps them reinforce what it is they're supposed to do. It helps them um, bring in that that memory and it also they don't have to go ask somebody mm-hmm. they can help solve the problem on their own All right and since we talked about flipgrid first if you really want to take it up a notch uh-huh. you can um possibly have students share their screencastify recordings in a flipgrid by uploading their video Oh, that's so sweet. App smashing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Tech it up a notch. Yes. Yeah. So for this and more, be sure to visit our, our show notes. notes and email us with questions or how you've used it. Uh, Flipgrid, Screencastify, other things at something to tech about at gmail.com. Yeah, we'd love to hear your success stories or even the ones that aren't so successful that you might be willing to give another try. Savannah teachers already have the Google Basics mastered? Join the Academy too to dive deeper into the features and design meaningful learning experiences for your students as you prepare for the Google Certified Educator Level 2 exam. Our third resource today for amplifying student voice in the classroom is having students produce podcasting. And one of the easier ways we found to do that is with the app or the website called Anchor. What you got, Angie? Come on. I know. I love Anchor. (laughs) Um, When I first started looking into podcasting in the classroom, I've had some teachers say, well, I don't even know how to get started. And then when I found Anchor, the nice thing about it is you don't have to know anything about podcasting and you can get started with Anchor. They have um, all of the teacher resources and they have 
it just hmm, the step by step processes make it so that you can't mess it up unless mm-hmm. you don't say anything that makes sense. Right. Other than that, you're good to go. Yeah. And with the anchor, students can record their own voice. Um, using the built-in microphone in whatever device they're using, which is um, any iOS device, any um, Chromebook, any laptop. Yeah, you don't need a fancy microphone or anything. Exactly. And there's also a record with friends. So if they want to actually have others participate in their podcast, they can invite, you know, guest speakers or... And they can call it in. They don't have to be right in the same room Mm -hmm, with them at the same mm -hmm. time, which is cool. So I know... I haven't seen this used. Has Have any of your teachers put this to use yet? This is one that seems brand new. Not podcasts, but just having students create podcasts seems to be a new, like, hmm. I've had, that I know of, I've had one teacher actually follow through with it and... She even sent me the um, the clip. Oh yes, oh yes, I remember. <laughs> she was a okay. kindergarten Sorry teacher, and more of these kindergarten teachers are doing this, right? Yeah. Um, this was done at the at election time, and they'd read a book, um, "Duck for President," and the teacher ended up being the host for the podcast, and she interviewed her students. Yeah. So the students got to explain what they knew about the election process and why it was important to vote, and to hear that out of the mouth of a five year old is incredibly powerful not to mention cute <laughs> oh it was so cute yeah we have that on that. our show yeah. notes as an example so when teachers say oh i don't know if my kids can do it we're telling you if a five-year-old can do it any kiddo can manage it and you can make it successful in your classroom right and just like with any of these tools that we talk about on all of our different episodes it takes time we don't learn them first off it takes practice Um, If you want the kids to learn something, if you want them to be able to type efficiently, it's practice, practice, practice. Um, And that's, you know, for anything. So just just being willing to dive in and give it a try. You know, it doesn't have to be super duper successful on the first go around, but um, to stick with it. If you want to try podcasting or any kind of video recording, thank you, video (laughs) recording. The first time you do it, there's always going to be little flubs and things that you say, oh, next time we're going to do this, that or the other thing. And yeah, and then at one point you got to say, okay, I can't talk anymore. Call it done. I can't smile anymore. We've got to move on. Yeah. Um, and it's the content you're looking for, not the speaking skills at that point, unless, of course, you are looking for the speaking skills. Yeah, um, it's a speech class. You know, um, so you're looking more for content than speed or anything else that the students may be you know, inputting into those digital recordings. Absolutely. So with Anchor, as students record, it all goes into this nice little library where it stores all of the segments. And then you use the segment builder and it's just a click and drag. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you can point and click and drag, you can build a podcast with Anchor. You just slide them all over, hit preview. You can listen from beginning to end, swap out different clips if you like, add Add some music, music, and boom, you're ready to go. Absolutely. They'll even host for you and put it on a multiple of platforms, and Mm -hmm. Anchor says it will always be free. That's what we like, free stuff. So anything else about podcasting, Angie? No, I don't think so. I think just give it a try. Have Have a focus, have a plan, have a beginning, middle, and end. And dive in with a very short, start small, always start small, mm-hmm. and, and go for it. 
It'll always get better. Absolutely. Something we've learned. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In today's episode, especially with the podcast, it does cover the four C's of 21st century skills. That's communication, collaboration, creativity, and critical thinking. So jump on it and let those kids produce a podcast. And we'll publish it on our show as well. Connect with us. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at ST Tech About. Be sure to subscribe to Something to Tech About on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, or listen from the podcast collection from Savannah Morning News. All right. When you decide to use video and audio to amplify student voice, Angie and I highly encourage you to focus on the process over oh, perfection, perfection, whether it's with <laughs> your process or the student process. So um, even as we produce these podcasts, we're having to go with the process over perfection. Every time. Um, it's not a comfortable area to be in but I think if you focus in that getting the standards that you want your students to learn um, and if that is portrayed in any of their uh, digital productions you've been successful absolutely and I think what happens um, to make this a little bit easier in classrooms is give them a time frame and you know you're going to have x number of minutes available to you to record today and at the end of that time, whatever you have available is is going in the podcast. Exactly. So, because you can get into a tendency of wanting to be as perfect as possible, and you will just keep going and going and going, and and then you lose your flavor. So yeah. So this wraps up this episode. Be sure to visit our show notes. Send us questions, comments, um, examples um, by emailing us at something to tech about at gmail.com join us in conversations on twitter and facebook and um we'd love to hear from you and so leave us leave us your message and we'll be able to use your successes on our show and do some shout outs at later time and come back and visit us give us something to tech about Give us something to tech about. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.